and delicious welcome to the SEO Rant. I am your host, Morty Oberstein. You may know me better as Wix is officially as I'm to the SEO community, but may I remind you, this is not anything to do with that. This is pure Morty magic. Where can you find the SEO Rant? You can find the SEO Rant at the SEORant.com. On Twitter, you can follow me at Morty Oberstein or at SEO Rant. You can look for us on Stitcher, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, wherever great subpar podcasts are found. We are there. Uh, oh, when does a new episode come out? I always forget this part. Um, don't know. I have no idea when the episode comes out. I do this. It's a side thing when I have time, when the, when the magic hits. There is no official release date for this podcast. So you may want to subscribe because, hey, it actually may actually work out for you to be updated when a new episode comes out because, again, there is no set schedule. Today, for your listening pleasure, he's a digital marketing consultant. He's been an SEO for 20 years. He is quite the prolific content creator. He's from Stolber Digital Marketing. He's Trevor Stolber. How are you? Hey, good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm feeling out of place. Today I, before, see, you, you're aware of this, Trevor. My, my mic, for whatever reason, was giving me a hard time. So I'm using a headset and I'm missing the mic right in front of me. I don't know what to do with myself. You need a pro. I need something. <laughs> I'm, I almost felt like I was pulling the mic out because I'm like feeling out of sorts. How are you? Yeah, good, good, thank you. So we've had a um, couple of topics back and forth, what we might want to talk about. And then you came back at me with this, and I love this topic. Ironically, it's a topic I, when I, I interviewed Barry Schwartz, my old podcast back at Rank Ranger, and this was one of the things I brought up to him. So maybe we'll hit on that because there was a little bit of an interesting take. So then, Trevor, what's on your mind? So, uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, so what I want to talk about is uh, standards in the SEO industry or lack thereof. And, um, <laughs> lack thereof, yes. It's, it's really cool that, um, you know, others are talking about it. Um, you know, I've, I've been in the industry, you know, even pre-Google and, you know, seen, I've heard people refer to it as the wild, wild west of, uh, you know, <laughs> which it really was back in the day. I mean, it, it was so simple back then. And, you know, I've seen the, evolution of trends and techniques and you know now running an agency and wanting to offer a higher level of professionalism and and also seeing seeing the way that some people get taken advantage of you know you you could be paying in the range of 250 to five thousand dollars a month and yep. you know sometimes the uh, level of service between that is does not reflect that price uh, <laughs> price difference so um and you know i uh, my mom used to run a uh, quality consultancy for ISO 9000, uh, 9001, which is one of the things that, that made me think about this. But I think everybody that knows me knows I like standards. So we've got super standardized process driven services. So um, uh, and I basically I was inspired by uh, Ryan Stewart. And, you know, I probably should have just bought his blueprint training outright because I've definitely put way more time into it than but I'm stubborn. And I like to do things my own way. Um, yeah, so so you know, I, I I did sort of survey my LinkedIn network on this, and I got you know roughly two thirds of people said yes, we think we should have standards in the SEO industry, you know, and some people are like, oh, come on, man, don't don't do that to me, <laughs> and, and I get that, you know, um, but I I think you know the SEO industry has grown up; it's not in its infancy anymore. Um, I think it's time. So what does that look like? What does like standards look like to you? Or what, yeah. let me put it, you can answer either or of these questions. What does it look like to you? Or what do you feel is unstandardized that needs to be standardized? Good, good question. So I'll answer the, uh, the second one first. I'll answer them both. So um, 
you know, I, I think standards, standards are very tricky. They're very tricky to get right. So you can't be too specific because then you just hone everyone in such a such a box and they can't you know differentiate or or even even be flexible enough to do what's needed. Um, too open and then they don't do anything. So it's a fine line. Um, so my and I have a draft standard prepared um, so that the practicalities of actually getting it done. So what does it look like? Um, is challenging. So um, there's a there's a whole process for the ISO committee, um, and it and it basically starts with enough industry support. So I'm trying to garner that. Um, you know, I, I don't just want to go it alone as some sort of crusade. I would actually <laughs> like to, some some people in the industry to really sort of weigh in on this and, and help me out with it because um, it, it really just starts with with pitching it to a committee and the ISO standards committee, and then they form basically a, a, an exploratory group. Um, and, and then there's a whole structured process from there, not, not surprisingly from a standards body. Um, so yeah, and, and I, I just, uh, quickly go over what I have. So like I have a mission statement, who's it for, how's it determined and who benefits from it? Um, you know, one, one thing with standards, and I've seen this in a, a few industries, um, you know, a lot of what, one thing it shouldn't be is connected with any one particular tool or service provider or hosting platform or whatever, right? Um, because then they might, and not not maliciously, but they might just try and influence it in their No, favor. that's what the naturally will and it, it inevitably happen. I mean, right, how exactly. it goes. So, and I mean, so, and also, you know, so I, I don't want to have it be a reflection of my standard process, um, even though, so I mentioned Ryan Stewart before, um, his his framework would actually be a really good starting point to sort of, to, to form it from. Um, and then, you know, so yeah, I have written out of scope alignment with any particular tool, agency or person, a particular search engine or algorithm specificness. So that's like one thing you would standardize. What, sorry, said that again? What, yeah, I'm sorry. What's one thing you would standardize and what would it like particularly look like? Um, it, so I don't know if it would just be one thing. It's, it's no, it like, definitely wouldn't be. I'm, like just, I'm just putting on the fly asking you. Oh, to pick right. Yeah. Thing. I mean, well, so, um, so think things like keyword research, and that's what I specialize in. Um, and, you know, so <laughs> I work with a lot of companies and I get to see the keyword research that other agencies or, or freelancers have done. And like, largely they're a list from Google ad planner. Right. right. I mean, Right. It's like, that's not keyword research, like just giving people a list of keywords. And, oh, these ones have a lot of volume. Let's shoot for that <laughs> one. Like that's, that's not right. keyword research. Um, and, and, you know, the, there's so much jargon in SEO as well. It's almost like the, uh, the financial industry, you know, there's so many yep. terms and jargon to describe something that's, yes, we, we loaned money to that company and call it something fancy. Right. Um, <laughs> so it, it sort of confuses the recipients of the service. Um, mm -hmm. and and, and because there are, you know, so I, I used to say 95% of people in SEO were just, you know, not providing service. Nowadays, it's more like 75%. So it's, it's definitely grown up. But there's a lot of SEOs out there that give, you know, the rest of us a bad name. Sure. Um, and, and the recipients of the service don't know because that's why they're hiring someone. So, um, yeah, I, you know, I, it, this is a bit of a crusade, I guess. Um, you know, reporting is, is another thing as well. Reporting is actually really complicated. It's really hard to get right. Um, so, yeah. Um, I mean, let's play I devil's advocate. One thing, it would be keyword research. Okay, I got you, right? So keyword, let's, say, let's say we did keyword research. And that's actually good. That's actually a, a nice one because keyword, I feel like keyword research has sort of evolved 
maybe over the last two, three years. I, I think we're still, I think a lot of places are still behind the curve on this because we're still thinking about keywords in a very linear way, although less so as time goes on, which is, I think is good. But how would you deal with that? Let's say, you know, it, it used to be, you know, five, six, seven, eight years ago, keyword research was very linear. But now we're thinking in terms of topical keyword research, right? Where the particular keyword doesn't matter as much where it's very much topical. So how do you how do you adjust those standards to reflect the the evolution of the industry? And that could be keyword research. It could be really anything. Mm -hmm. That's that's a really good question. So a couple of things on that. Um, so yeah, I do. Um, I basically delineate between what I call traditional and modern keyword research. So the traditional approach is the very, and we do both. So in our keyword research, it's sort of a mashup of both. But um, you know, so we do the very linear analytical. You know, the, these are the numbers and these things matter. But then we do the sort of intent based, and here are all the cert features, and this is how it aligns with the knowledge graph, and you know, and, and clustering of topics and things like that. So that, that is actually, so I, I have a list of pros and cons of standards as well. So one oh, of nice. the cons is, you know, they're, they're behind the curve always, right? Yeah, <laughs> yep. inevitably. SEO is a very dynamic thing. And so mm -hmm. that's, that's why out of scope is algorithm specificness. So I might bucket that in the sort of algorithm specificness. Right. So you, you don't want to say, you know, you must intent classify all things because, and, and also, you know, so this, this reminds me of one thing. So one of the things that the ISO 9001 standard said was um, you have to have an approved, a list of approved suppliers, but everybody interpreted that as your suppliers must be ISO 9001 approved, which was great for the people in that industry, like my mom's business. But, um, you know, um, <laughs> it, that wasn't what it meant. Um, and, and so that's another challenge as well as just interpretation. So you, you want to avoid being too specific and saying you've got to intend classify all keywords, but yeah. You also need to be specific enough and say you must have a process for identifying keywords. Yeah, that's always the challenge with like, you know, standardization, which I, I think I personally have like a threshold of where I think it makes sense or where it doesn't make sense. And I'm happy to, to be wrong about that. But um, it, it is regardless of where you where you fall into this argument, it is going to be an interesting thing because there are a lot of things you don't know. Right. It's like EAT, big hot mm -hmm. topic. Right. First off, there's a debate about it. Where I personally think that you know EAT is very much part of the is part of the conversation because according to Google's Danny Sullivan, right, they're using these micro algorithms to sort of mimic what happens with EAT. But even if you buy into that argument, right? Mm -hmm. So one question is, how do you deal with the side that doesn't buy into that argument? And then right. how do you deal with the ambiguity about that? Right? Because we don't know exactly how it works. There's a lot of data and speculation, but the, even that data is to a greater or larger degree speculative. Mm -hmm. That's a great question. Um, and so um, this is something that I think could could be in the standards, right? So, um, what? Yeah, the, I, I get the the pros and cons for EAT. I'm definitely on the side of it matters. Um, so, um, this is also this is something else that the standards will have to address, or or maybe just completely ignore, is direct and indirect ranking factors. So, you know, a lot of people get really hung up hung up on, oh, that's not a direct ranking factor. Google said there's no e EAT metric. Sure, there's not. But right. they are using machine learning to understand how to tweak things in that direction. Yeah. And um, that's a point people well, miss in general, by the way, that machine learning creates a new construct out of which the quote unquote ranking factors operate. So the meta fact, it's almost like a meta factor. But people think of, remember, look, there's still people who think that rank brain is one of the ranking factors when really rank brain is meta to the ranking factors. But right. yeah, but like, what do you do? Like, how do you, it, it seems like A, very complex, which, okay, fine. That's, you know, that's not really a problem, but B, there's so much debate about this. How do you get SEOs to buy into standards that they may disagree with? So what, what I would say to that is, you know, in, in the standard, I would write something like, you know, 
you must be, you know, very, very generic following the search engine terms of service and reading all appropriate documentation. And what I mean by that is, and something a lot of SEOs don't do, read the quality rater's guidelines, right? right. Um, you know, Marie Haynes has got a great book mm -hmm. that, you know, boils that down for everyone. But well, that's one thing we do for the, any new client, the industry we're in, we search for their appropriate industry keyword or, or you know, service type and find the examples in the quality rater's guidelines. And that's, ju that's just a good starting point, but you should at least be aware of that. And then in the competitive research, you should also be looking at that and making sure that you identify what, what, it, what it is in that industry that's appropriate. I, I found a great, great example of this. I, I can't remember the exact keywords, but I was searching for it just the other day and it was the keyword brought up a knowledge graph that didn't contain that word and also recommended books that contain none of those words, but they were highly related. And I'm like, this is just, mm -hmm. I've got to, I've got to remember it. I've got to write it down. So I've got to write a post about this and share it. And I forgot to do it. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, know, yeah that, that is a, that is a tough, it's what, it's one of the challenges with standards. It's, it's tough to write that into a standard. Do you think that maybe that the standards could be like, let's say, you let's say you take the EAT debate. Let's say, just leave aside the people who don't think EAT exists altogether, but there are people who think EAT is links and there are people who think EAT is more, for lack of a better word, I hate this word, holistic than that. What, could the standards incorporate both as if to say like, look, if a, an SEO comes to you and says EAT is links and an SEO comes to you and says EAT is not links, it's more than links, both of which are a legitimate approach to SEO. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, that's a really good question too. So, what I think about that, so there's this whole debate still, unfortunately, whether, you know, SEO is an art or a science. Um, so remember what we're dealing with. It's an algorithm. It's math, right? Um, at the end of the day, there are numerical factors analyzed, however, very complex, but it's an algorithm. And there are lots of sub-algorithms, and that makes deconvolution very difficult. What the standard should say, that I don't have in the draft standard, is you should test it, right? I mean, something very few SEOs do. And... Um, you know, I, I can think of one example fairly recently where, you know, I was, I would have just been completely wrong. Um, so um, Cyrus Shepherd of Moz did um, that study on H1 and H2s, mm -hmm. um, and, and he just changed a, a whole section of uh, H1s to H2. And I, most SEOs would have said, well, yeah, you'll drop rankings because that H2 tag has less weight on it. Right. Style the same, looks the same, renders the same, Google sees it as the same. Didn't make a difference, which, right. which surprised me. But so that, there's, there should be more testing in the SEO industry. And I mean, yeah, it's, it's hard to define best practices. I, I almost feel like it does need a, a standard, you know, a committee of industry peers that basically say, yeah, this is what we think is best practice. Right. But you know, that, you know, ironically, the, the, the standard line in SEO is it depends. You can have, and, look, and there's more one way to scan the cat. Kevin Indig had a recent post about this, right? Where he mentions like, you know, his, his idea of what, what SEO is, is more of like a, a mishmash of a million different factors of fluid factors coming in and out, which is a really interesting approach. I really like that approach. Um, at any given moment for any given site though, there could be things that move the needle in different ways. So even you, you could experiment with one site and get one result, it is possible to experiment with another site in a different context and get a different result, which is gonna make this, I'm not saying I disagree with you, but that does make it really complex. And I'm also wondering, look, as Google, as you mentioned, like, you know, it's, it's an algorithm, it's math, and it's, you know, it should be straightforward. The problem is that it's not. And it, I think that part of the reason why it's not is a hey, Google's just not telling us what that formula is but also the output of the algorithm is trying to be more, for lack of a better word, human. Mm -hmm. And that does add a, uh, a artificial 
genuine humanness to it. I know that statement makes yeah, no I mean, sense. You no, know, and we saw this with with COVID. Just that, and it it was it was visibility to how dynamic and reactive we was our mm-hmm. is what yeah. we were searching for. Um, because the the math behind it didn't change drastically, other than the user intent and what they were searching for. Right. Um, yeah, it's really like kudos to you for for thinking about all these things. Because like as I'm getting into it with you more and more. It's really complicated. It's a big problem. Oh, it's How do you set this up? I mean, I'm I'm a geek. I like math, and I like to, you know. At, at one time, it was possible to back in, you know, Google's algorithm, and uh, now it's not. No, and, and you know, I I'm pretty rigid and analytical, but you know, I I try and be a little flexible and fluid to just appreciate. Yeah, you know, okay, I can't back this out to a number and a hard value, but I understand the direction and. You know, if you understand sort of like vector-based algorithms and, and math in that sense, you you can you have a conceptualization of what it really means. And is in my in my brain anyway, it's a mashup of all these you know different vectors. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, but back to the testing, right? I and mean, so I actually have a, a group of SEOs I've known for a, a long time off of the SEO chat forums. Um, it's such a shame that so uh, I. They, uh, a few of the mods actually have a SEO chat.io, um, but it's there's, not. There's SEO good. chat on Twitter every Thursday at 1 yeah. p.m. Eastern Standard yeah. Time. Just, I know, I know a guy that. who helps run that. Just yeah. saying. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, um, that was a, that was a great place. But yeah, so I have a bunch of connections from there, and we occasionally do a bunch of closed tests, right, where mm-hmm. we actually see, you know, do these things really work and um, and measure the results. And it's it's you know, there's so many, there's so much speculation. Yes. Yeah, um, the, there is. You know, the the example I give was, uh, you know, back in the day, in in the very early days, you know, there was a service sold and PageRank tools and analytic trackers and things like that, and links based on PageRank were sold for many many years after they were relevant, right? And and you would have SEOs saying, you know, this is important or this matters, and the search engine submission that was the one that always gets me, like. Why do, you, why do you need to keep continually submitting your site that the search engine already has in its index to its index to help it find it from its index better? How does that make any sense? Um, but people were sold that service for years. Right. Um, and, you know, that, that's one thing that I'm hoping that standards can sort of address. Yeah, I agree. Like, there's definitely a minimum threshold of like what's, you know, what's, what's not part of SEO or valid is certainly much easier to standardize than what it is. Although I, I will say this, like I think the problem with standardization is so broad and bad. I used to have this when I used to work at Rank Ranger. So we used to call, or they, they still um, they still do call. People also ask related questions. And Moz does the same thing because in the HTML, that's what Google refers to them as. Mm. They're called related questions. So if I were to say to most people, hey, related questions, I don't think most SEOs understand what the heck I'm talking about because that's not what they're called on the actual SERP. Meaning the problem of standardization goes so broad and so it's so bad at this point that we don't even know what to call this thing, you know, uh, explore panel. What's an explore panel? That's technically what Google was calling that panel, the feature snippet on the right side that it moved back to the center. Even what we refer to, uh, how we refer to things in SEO can be um, in need of standardization. And, mm-hmm. and that, that's, 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 pretty, that's pretty easy to do. Just that yeah, easy to get people to sit in one room and hash it out. Yeah, well, and actually, you know, terminology is important, and I'm 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 a little guilty of I sometimes refer to you know cert uh, features and and anything other than the template links as, as not organic. I mean, everybody always, does. 
Yeah, and I mean, that's the problem. Because I'm so used to the Tendo links, right? And it's um, they're they're the organic results that I'm trying to rank. But there's there's a whole other. Yeah. I did uh, the other day. I was calling um local service ads, Google guaranteed ads. I didn't even catch it till afterwards because that's what they used to be called back you know f- a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. So you know, um, and it, actually, I think that's one of the things that it says in my uh, it, you know, it's it's just a to define a minimum level of of service. So, yep. So someone, a recipient of the service can basically look at this document and say, you know, am I getting this check? Am I getting this check? And, you know, I haven't, I haven't put much thought into, because, you know, standards can develop whole industries from themselves, right? Auditors and certification, you know, do we need to go that far or not? I'm not really proposing that level of standardization. But, Baby steps. Baby yeah, steps. steps, right? <laughs> but, you know, that that is sort of the direction that that takes you. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because, what it does so it does raise costs it does it does add a cost level to the service but what it does do is the people that are certified it gives them that extra level of professionalism and then they can qualify their higher prices so yeah i mean i definitely think you know in terms of the, the, the client himself then not getting scammed that would definitely help i getting once you get into the more complicated things like let's go back to the eat thing or the role of links and that sort of thing you know i i think that's going to get really complicated really quickly mm-hmm. and i wish we had more time to talk about this we could probably go for another hour and a half about it but yeah. Where can people find you and where can they find your work about this if there is anything public? Yeah, so I didn't actually publish anything yet, um, largely because we're in the process of doing a new website. So um, I you know, oh, cool. hope to get it done and out before this, but um, probably not. So um, where can I, they I keep haven't... an eye out for it? Yeah, keep an eye out for it. I mean, I'll probably put it on a LinkedIn post. Um, you know, I, I wanted I wanted to get more than my own input. But yeah, I mean, website Stolber.com and at T Stolber on, on Twitter. Um, and, and I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. Um, I will publish something about this. Um, may, maybe, you know, maybe in conjunction with when this comes out. Um, yeah, I, I didn't want to hurry it though. because No worries. Don't want to stand it. That's another thing about standards. They're not fast. Right? They're no. They're not reactive. No. Well, um, if they are, so. they're probably terrible. Then it's not worth it. Yeah. That, that actually is a real threat to this even becoming a thing. Because if you do even get to the point where the ISO standards committee accepts that yes, there's a standard need for this and we'll start about it. The draft text, when it actually gets published, they're probably completely different at that point, but right. it needs to be a framework, I think, rather than just uh, an edict. Well, good luck to you with it. <laughs> Thank you. And we'll, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. Um, and thank you for listening to this podcast. Where can you find the SEO rant again? Anywhere great and subpar podcasts are found. When does the next episode of the SEO rant come out? Again, don't know, so subscribe and check us out at the SEORant.com. Thank you again, Trevor, for coming on. Really appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate yeah. it. Sure. And uh, toodles. <laughs>